0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys are to Locked On Red Wings.
1: You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network team every day. All right. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings. uh, We're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Scotty is also host over at uh, Lockdown Tigers. You can find us at Twitter at BrianFisher971, at BentleyScotty. And uh, thanks for making us your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where our subscriber count is up to 115. Keeps climbing every day, man. Every day,
0: uh, every like episode. Every day, every episode. We uh, we we have a you know, we're up five or ten. Even I mean, the the growth is is awesome.
1: As and today's I, I... youths would say to the moon. To <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ridiculous. <laughs>
1: we ball. Yes, we ball. absolutely. Just like the Detroit Red Wings, who just finally like the Detroit Red Wings. Finally broke their four game losing streak against Buffalo. And I just got I got three words to say, Scotty. God bless Buffalo. Because right. they are there when you need them, baby. They come
0: the to get-right get
1: team. Yeah, just beat the crap. We needed it. We needed to get right game we needed it. The boys go out there, they competed, and they won.
0: <laughs> Brian's just the ultimate hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, they they really should be the 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 Buffalo Get Rights. That that should just like be Fantastic. their team name. I Fantastic. think. Fantastic. Like every everybody, everybody in the NHL. And like we've been there. Like we we've been that team right but like everybody in the NHL, man. 31 other teams, when they see Buffalo as their next game play, they're like, all right, this this is our time. This is our time to get one in the win column, get a few points, get a
1: couple points, and, uh, and get back on, uh, on, the, on the winning side of things. Yeah, like after four straight games of the team just looking uninspired and weak on the puck, slow, just horrid defensively, they go out there against the Buffalo Savers. They put 39 shots on net. Four of which go in, and they get Nadelkovich his first. Let's be honest; a little bit of an easy night for Nadelkovich, and he deserves an easy night after how he's been standing on his head. Certainly. Twenty-two shots against for his first shutout as a Detroit Red Wing. Uh, Philip Ronick got his first assist, or first assist, 100th point on his assist. To Michael I was Rasmussen's like, wow, goal. Got my that's, stats wrong. That's crazy. <laughs> I corrected myself. <laughs> we move on, Scotty. Bertuzzi uh, <laughs> had a goal and two assists. Uh, Larkin had an assist. Raymond broke a scoring draw. Like, everything went right in that game. And it just it, it felt good after just four straight games of just flaccid hockey. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That. I, like, they looked great. And I know
0: it's against Buffalo, whatever. Take it with with whatever grain of salt you'd like. But I it's just so nice, like you said, after four games of looking, pr- I mean, pretty rough. To be honest, in, in a, almost in a majority, if not all of, of the four games, it was it was a pretty ugly stretch there. The road stretch coming back home. Just looking as well as, as good
1: and as well as they did was is is so nice, no matter who the opponent is. Yeah. And you, obviously, Nadelkovich had a much easier night. Uh, with 22 shots against, but you know, he had to still make 22 saves to earn himself a shutout. out. He looked good again, which is what now his third consecutive start in a row where he stood on his head. I mean, even mm-hmm. then those, those losses, uh, earlier to the Winnipeg jets and before that to the sharks, you know, he stood on his head. He had a, a plus 900 save percentage in all those games. Like he deserved an easy shutout win for his first, uh, shutout as a Red Wing. And then with his grandparents in attendance as well. I know they, they 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 got, they, they really went, uh,
0: went viral in, in wings, Twitter. That was, uh, that was a really nice thing. Everybody was, everybody had a good time with that. The replies were so wholesome. Detroit loves (laughs) your
1: son or like your grandson, like such a, such a cool thing. Well, and the other big thing from this game too, is just Tyler Bertuzzi continues to be on an absolute tear. You know he was in a what what eleven game scoring drought, and then all of a sudden he gets that first goal, and the cylinder started f- firing uh, in a five three loss. He got his first goal in eleven games, and he scored two against New Jersey, and he scored one against Boston, two against the Sharks, got a goal and assist against the Ducks, a goal and assist against the Sharks again, and then la- uh, on Saturday, a goal and two assists, and he just continues to. And he's, he's kind of a feast or famine type player. It seems like that's the trend he's going to be. But when, he is, when he's feasting, the team as a whole is better. Because not only is he scoring goals, but he's creating opportunities for his teammates. Robbie Fabry's goal wouldn't have happened. Hell, Bertuzzi's goal himself wouldn't have happened if Bertuzzi wasn't down low in front of the net, being a pest and being a presence. And just putting the puck in the slot on net, trying to create opportunities. His goal, he tried to feed it through the slot. It got blocked, came right back to him. But Dell had slid to the right thing. That pass was going through, left himself wide open. Robbie Fabry's goal. He was down low in front of the net. He feeds it between his legs, across the crease, to Robbie Fabry. Bertuzzi is such an asset on the team because, he one, he's, got, he's a skilled player. But just down low in front of the net, he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. I mean, so many of his goals are garbage goals. But, you know, it takes skill to put away garbage goals because you have to be strong on your feet. You have to maintain good balance. Like, he is that scrappy net front presence in the corners that this team is desperately needed. And he's going to be that guy who's going to consistently score 20, maybe 30 goals on this team. If you can, you know, can consistently be this way. It's just the feast and famine is where the, it gets a little worrisome, but I mean, right now he is absolutely feasting. Yeah. Big time.
0: And I mean, uh, we've, we've talked about it before, right? Like it's, it's a point that we've brought up so many times throughout this season is, is his ability to cause mayhem down low is, is almost unmatched a, a, across the NHL. I mean, whether, like you said, wh- whether he's just being a, a menace to society in front and, and just throwing bows and, and wreaking havoc, or whether it's just getting the puck deep, whatever it is, right. Brian, and knows all about that. He's about yeah. that life. Like, it's, it's it's just no matter what it is, he's doing – he's finding a way to cause problems in front of the net and i i think for as much as it helps him and it helps his production the the value that that creates for the people and the players that he shares a line with is unmatched i mean ha- being able to to go out there every line and every shift and having knowing that that one of the three forwards on your line is just going to clear the front or just like make a ton of stuff happen in front of the net is is so nice, and knowing that we, if you just get the puck deep, so, there's going to be an opportunity at some point, and whether that goes in or not is is uh, not as in it's important, obviously. But it's it's uh, it, knowing that those opportunities are going to be created is is so valuable, and that's why he's able to play second line. And and why he's able to to jump around to and Blashill can do that with him. And that's why he can say, okay, you know what? The top line has been very productive. The other three lines are have been shaky at times and have really lacked consistency at a minimum. So I'm gonna throw Burt in the second line. We know the top line's gonna stay producing because Larkin and Raymond are up there. We'll throw Burt in line two. And see if that opens up some opportunities for the second line. It sure as hell did Saturday.
1: Yeah, and that's a conversation I really want to have and expand on because he did shake up the lineup and the Red Wings won. So I want to talk about if there's a correlation between shaking up the lineup and then finally breaking that four-game losing streak. Uh, but first, I got to talk to you guys today about built Bar. It's built. the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier. Make sure you include Bilt Bar in your plan. Bilt Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and maybe even better than that candy bar. Bilt Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it. Unlike those other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or even taste like a chemical spill. Chemical spill. But you want to know why they don't taste like chemical spills, those Built Bars? Because they are 100% real chocolate. Real chocolate. You got it. 100% real chocolate. They only contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar that has nearly 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. It's an easy selection. You go with the Built Bar. And they have tons of flavors to choose from, including coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, many, many more. So make sure you go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Dot, Dot com. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket. All while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL.
0: Arkin drops it back to Raymond. Charges up across the Buffalo Saber line, moves in, shoots the puck, he scores! And the Red Wings ended quickly! 26 seconds into overtime. Lucas Raymond put it through the pads of Takarski into the net.
1: All right, Scotty, you kind of teased it there in the first segment. Um, Laschel got the blender out, and he stuck as the he lines does. in, as he does, and said, we are on a four-game losing streak. This is unacceptable, and we just got shut out at home by the Winnipeg Jets. Cannot happen again. So he's like, I'm going to spread the wealth. And he puts our, the Red Wings' most productive forward as of late down on the second line with Robbie Fabry and Pew Suter. And then puts Vladimir Mesnikov, who props to him. Good for him, because he honestly deserves a shot at that top line with how well he's played this season. Absolutely. With Dylan Larkin and uh, Lucas Raymond. And at first, Scotty, my mind was kind of like, what the hell is Blash doing? That's Bertuzzi. He's the one who's scoring all your goals. Why are you putting him on the second line? And you said something interesting that like made it click for me in the uh, it, before we recorded, in saying that he's probably because he's the most productive forward and that all the production is coming on the top line that he's putting Bertuzzi down to try and spread out the production.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, I've said this for, for a few seasons now. I think Bert is the type of player where he will, he plays. Not even plays to because that that almost sounds like you know if you put him on the fourth line he's going to play like a fourth liner and that's not what I mean. He is going to raise the production of his line mates no matter where you put him. Like he will he will produce no matter what and and he has that versatility where you can put him wherever. If you want him to be uh, an uber productive like third liner then he will go out there and, and he will do that. And it won't look weird because of what we talked about at the end of the first segment and that ability he has to, to, to just nosedive the net man. Like it's crazy. And it's, it's so valuable. And, and so, I, I I mean, I can only imagine how nice that is to, to be a line mate of, of his and, and have that on, on the opposite side of you is it has to be so reassuring. And, I, I think it's a great move. Like his style. This is what I guess what I'm trying to say is his style of play fits anywhere. He he's yeah. not a he's not a guy who who needs the puck the entire time or needs the puck to make a play or or that has to play you know 25 26 minutes to be productive and and he, you know you don't need him driving your entire offense. Like his style of play is he can be a very productive winger anywhere you put him. And this is a, a a great example of that moving him down one and giving him new line mates and, and having the second line, that'd be very productive. Um, But also just as a whole, man, like his, again, his style of play really just benefits anybody, no matter who you are. And if we saw, you know, the top line didn't drop production. Right. Like Raymond scored. Larkin was still Larkin that like the first line was still good. But now this game, the second line got in on the action because Burt was there.
1: Yeah, you said it really well there. He just compliments any player he's going to be with. Right. That's a
0: great way to put it.
1: He is going to be he's the pulling the piano type player. He's well-rounded in every regard. I've said it before, but he's got the skill set to match the tenacity that he has. He's going to go out there and he's going to give it a hundred percent, no matter what role you put him in and any player he is with is going to benefit from that. And we saw it in the game. And I mentioned in the first segment, Robbie Fabry because Bert was down low in front of that causing chaos. He got a pass down low, fed up between his legs, Robbie Fabry backdoor goal. And like, that is the type of thing that is invaluable to a roster in the fact that he can do it all. You can put him in any position. He's not going to dangle his way through a team and get a snipe, but he's going to put himself in a position to make his other teammates succeed. And it'll be a mutual benefit. Like, if you're a defenseman on the other team, you have to know that Tyler is out there because he's going to be coming for you. You have the puck, he's coming for you. You're in front of the net, he's coming for you. Like you have to, and having that in the back of your head, like you're sweating the whole time. It's just he is. You move him down in the second line he's going to excel. You move him down in the third line he's going to excel. You put him on defensive pair 2, he's going to no, I don't know. I don't know. I got to go that far. <laughs> but you get my point. It's the you know, he's just that good of a player and you know, Vladislav and Mesnikov on the top line didn't look too terribly out of place either. I don't think He didn't think look he, overwhelmed. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. But th- that's that's just Vladislav and Mesnikov too. He's not a this similar production type player that Tyler Bertuzzi is and I will never claim that he is. Um, but he got an assist on a Lucas Raymond's goal, the secondary, and he's just another guy that you can slot in any role and he won't look uncomfortable. He's not going to excel like Bertuzzi will in any role, but you can put him on wing on the top line and he's going to look comfortable. You can put him on the third line and he'll probably excel there. Like he has been all season. He is a con like he there. He's just one of those guys. You can slide into the lineup anywhere on at least like a team like this. Maybe not like the Tampa Bay lightning who are stacked from top to bottom although he did play on the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, you know, he's just he, – he's another one of those players who's just very – he complements his teammates, maybe not as much as Bertuzzi does with the production value, but he slides in well, and then he just kind of clicks with those guys. And that those types right. of players are invaluable. Yeah, no, he,
0: he's hes not – like you said, he, he's not going to excel, but at the same breath, he, he's not going to be uh... – a, a Ryan Gosling cornerback and remember the Titans level of a liability Nets anywhere. Reference. You know what I mean? Like he's, like he's, he's not going to be a liability anywhere. Uh, he's gonna, and, and for, you know, given the situation, given the, the fact that, that you had moved Burt down and you wanted your second line to be more productive. That's I mean, that's naturally the guy. If, if you don't want to touch anyone else on the second line and, yeah, uh, you, you you want the first line to kind of maintain the the playing that it has been as, as best you can. Vlad's the natural guy to put there.
1: Yeah, you ever need a guy who just can be a good filler, like blue that guy. Sounds, that, that's not even like that. Kind of sounds almost like a backhanded compliment, but like that's just how versatile of a player he is on four. Right. Like he can be a good filler piece on any any slot in the lineup. Like he plays center. Like he's a center slash winger. He's just yeah. good anywhere. Right, and that's exactly what
0: happened. And we saw, we saw production from the top two lines. He got an uh, assist on Raymond's goal. He, he got an broke assist the score. on Raymond's goal. Oh man, I'm so glad that 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 the uh, he he got one through. My oh, goodness, absolutely. that that's
1: hopefully and what a feed from Larkin so, too.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Larkin looked fantastic. Everyone really looked great. I mean, we we really outplayed. We did circles around them. We really really outplayed the hell out of Buffalo. Um, But it's just, hopefully it's like a breaking the seal kind of a thing with Raymond. That's, that's like my, you know what I mean? Like he's got one and now it's like, all right, let's, uh, let, let's score five in our next seven. How about that? You know, (laughs) it's a tall order, but you get the the point.
1: Well, it's on the cusp of him being that last man in, uh, for the the NHL voting, which I think ends today. Like this is your last chance to vote Lucas Raymond into the all-star game against every other last man in the Atlantic division. Make sure you go do that. Get him in there, baby. He deserves it. Uh, he's got, th- what, 33 points in 39 games. He's also, as a rookie, has played in all 39 games for the Detroit Red Wings. Larkin and Bertuzzi haven't even done that. Larkin and Bertuzzi are exactly at a point per game for how many games they've played. But only Lucas Raymond of that top line has played every single game.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that's our rookie, baby. Like him and Mo And, uh... If I mean if he gets yeah, I guess it might be a little little bit too little too late if he gets hot over the next couple of days because voting stops, but it would be cool for him to get on on kind of a heater before uh, before the all-star game.
1: Yeah. Do you see that photo of Larkin like hugging Raymond on the ground? Beautiful. Yeah, it's just that that is like it had some like father son energy, you know.
0: That's what it looks like. Yeah, like like Like, that's my captain. That's
1: my (laughs) captain. I'm I'm proud of you, kid. That, that's my captain, man. Uh, we're going to – now that we're done recapping, oh, you know what we got to say? Michael Rasmussen, breakaway goal, money.
0: Absolute ca- money. Ca- straight cash,
1: homie. Straight you cash. You know what I mean? Straight cash. You, you love to see it. Ninth overall Randy pick. Randy Moss said it better. Bringing the production. <laughs> I think he's got that's more a- goals than Zadina now. <clears throat> oh, but Let's not no. start that you debate. You didn't
0: say that. You didn't let's, just drop that. You didn't let's not start that, that debate. You didn't uh, just drop that.
1: You're going <laughs> to drop that and then dude into to an ad? Is that yeah, what you're that about to brought do? brought to you by betonline.ag. <laughs> Betonline would like to wish you a happy betting new year as we continue our march to the playoffs, not even to the playoffs, through the playoffs and beyond. Betonline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website for to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their promo code lockdown to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 year. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online. Bet online. Where the game starts. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, "Gosh, I wish I could dress that nice." Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL.
0: Off the bench came Cider. Cider shaken from his check. The shot he scores! Sider wins it for Detroit.
1: Mo Sider with his first National Hockey League goal. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you okay, Scotty?
0: I'm great, man. I uh,
1: got, I got the best producer in the world. <laughs> we go from recapping the Buffalo Sabres to previewing the Buffalo Sabres as the final matchup the Sabres and the Red Wings play all season. It's going to be at Buffalo. The Red Wings have a horrible record on the road, but they've beaten the Sabres three times. They're going for the season sweep, and they've beaten the Buffalo Sabres once on the road already in overtime when Sider scored his overtime-winning goal. I said at the start of the show, God bless Buffalo. I think this is an opportunity. I think the league is handing us, gift-wrapping the Red Wings, a chance to get, start a little tear here. Build that confidence up playing the Buffalo Sabres again. They're certainly trying to. Yeah,
0: uh, there, there's not too many more situations that uh, that that could be put in front of a team to get back on the horse named Friday. Of there course, there it is. Every episode uh, I see that uh, <laughs> <laughs> then giving you back to backs against Buffalo, even if it is a home and home. Um, it, yeah, I mean, like this will be interesting because it is on the road, right? Like we we've seen and and as we we talked about before we started uh, recording this segment, like they. they they have beaten buffalo on the road but you know just with how poorly like the difference between the the road and and home record is so egregiously different yeah that it is you know even though we we've beat them before it still is something to keep an eye out for and and uh you know i'll feel really (laughs) <laughs> I'll feel really good even if it is Buffalo just getting a freaking road win at this point yes. period I mean my goodness um so that's I mean that's that's one of the biggest things and then the other one's just who's going to be in net
1: Yeah that honestly I I you got to keep riding the Dalkovic I can't imagine a situation unless you really just literally you're like if you're Jeff Blash and you're like okay we're playing Buffalo again let's get Grace like a game in here keep him keep him playing That's him my thought but also, Nadalkovich is playing so well. And, like, you do want to start winning games again that wouldn't you want to put Nedeljkovic in? Like, the only argument to putting Grayson, in, in my mind, is just to give him a game. But, like, he's played so poorly of late. And that, granted, it's not 100% on him. I, I've argued that that game against the Ducks, even though he had, like, an eight-seven-five save percentage, he played well. It's just the team got shelled. Um, Alex Ndalkovich playing as well as he is, you got to throw him back out there, especially because he's got uh, a day of rest, which he's been so far fine with.
0: Right. So the I'm looking forward at the schedule. Okay. We play Buffalo today. And then we, because the Flyers game got postponed, we don't play again until Friday, right? Yes. And it's but that's a Friday, Saturday back to back. Of course. What what how else? And right. As as a lot of them are. And it's stars preds. And I'm just wondering if you don't give Grice a game tonight, he will then have gone how long without playing? Two weekends.
1: Right or three, it was the three. game against the Ducks. It was his last game, or was it the game against the Kings? His game against the Kings, the Kings. So or that's, was it? I can't no, remember. It was a back to back.
0: It was. It was, it was, uh, it was
1: against Quick, right. right? So and then Grice against yes. the Ducks. Yeah, right, right, I got right, we yeah. got my things mixed up, but yeah.
0: So that means his that would be his last game was January 9th. and his next game, if it was the second game of the back to back, would be January twenty second.
1: So that's almost two weeks without playing. I'm going to say it, Scotty. I don't care.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Mid- I, like, I, I accept that. And I, I honestly, I probably
1: don't either. Nadelkovic is out. playing well. Yeah, you're but absolutely I, right. I get the argument. And, like, you need Grice to play games every once in a while just so he can, you know, be an NHL goaltender. But Nedeljkovic playing as well as he is, you know, Grice is guaranteed at least one start next weekend. Like what I don't see the benefit for the Red Wings, unless they're trying to tank the throwing Grice out there tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. If you know that Nedeljkovic can just get another three days off and, you know, he's going to have one of those games this weekend. Anyways, like the only benefit to playing Grice is just to get him another game. And I don't think that there's a need to do that because Nedeljkovic is just playing so well.
0: The only reason I'm hesitant is literally because it's buffalo. Yeah, like right. if it, if this was a even halfway decent team. I'd be like, "All right, you 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 throw Ned out there, obviously. He he has got a day off of of rest in there. You keep riding the hot hand. It's not a back-to-back or anything. Absolutely. You just you just throw him back out there and uh and then ever both goalies get the whole week off. Grice's next game will be the second game of a back-to-back. But because it's Buffalo <laughs> and it's like, all right, now it's on the road and, and you don't want to mess a good thing up either. You don't want to get too laxed and be like, all right, well, you know, it's Buffalo, we're going to win no matter what. You definitely this, don't want to do that.
1: This is the same team that lost both the Coyotes and the Canadians on the road. so
0: Exactly, exactly. So I, I understand and I, I would probably throw Ned out there too. You're just but devil's just, advocate. But right I'm right? just saying. If there was ever a situation in which Grice would, would start on a game that's not the second of a back-to-back, it would probably be the one in front of us.
1: Yeah, I understand that argument because if you ever need a game to actually get Grice, get Grice right, so to speak, he's been – Get Grice right. Get Grice right. He's had several rough games this season, just to yeah. say it lightly. And a game against Buffalo that is, you know, as banged up as they are through COVID and through injuries and just roster depth lacking in general. This could be the game to make Thomas Grice believe in himself again. But also your hockey team trying to win hockey games and you don't really you don't really care about like he's got it's a- on him you. to get his confidence level back up, not on Jeff Blaschel. Jeff Blaschell will do what he can to help him out but he's also trying to win hockey games in the meantime and Adelkovich is winning him hockey games or at least put giving the team the opportunity to win even if the team decides to still lose but I I completely agree I'm throwing
0: that in there I'm just uh, all I wanted to point out was if if there was ever a non-back-to-back situation to get Grice a game it would probably be this one so it's uh it'll, it'll be something to keep an eye out for for sure
1: the only other question I have for you, though, regarding this game is, do they keep the lines like they did? Do they still keep Bertuzzi on the second line and keep Nemesnikov on the first line?
0: I don't know how you couldn't. Yeah. It worked so damn well. I don't, I don't know how you couldn't uh, run it
1: back. I, I live and die by the rule of whatever's winning you games. Bro. Rasmussen played really good that one game as second line center or second line winger. Yeah, I said, and throw you him went back out and there said again.
0: that he's better than Zidane.
1: Yeah, hold something. on, let's back <laughs> it back it up a little bit. I like to stir the pot sometimes, but that's not necessarily my true feelings. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if that is what's working, if it worked in one game, try it again. See if it works in a second game. If it doesn't, you can go back to what it is. It never hurts to try. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I live by that motto. And and again. There's there was ever to get
0: a game to, to try some stuff out it's against the Sabres, be against the Buffalo Sabres. There we go. Uh, Scotty, any final thoughts? Um, How, how many career assists does Philip Aaronic have?
1: I don't know how many career assists, but he's a hundred career points. Did he, he just got his first assist. Shut up. I thought <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> we ball we ball. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make Lockdown Bets your second listen. Uh, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. They're your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's free and available on all, on all platforms, much like Lockdown Red Wings is. Subscribe to our YouTube, rate us on Spotify and Apple. Just do it. Just do it. Uh, we'll be back with a post game recap for you tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day. You're locked on Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.